Over the Fence podcast. So now's a good time for some uh, baseball books. Now's a good time to just kind of um, find some interesting books to read regarding the great game. And so I thought I would just kind of introduce a series where I just kind of talk about some baseball books that I've read and um, what I liked about them. And so I'm going to start with a book that I've actually read, I think, more than once. It's actually kind of a go-to for me. I kind of go back to this one every once in a while if I'm in between other books that I'm reading and just kind of take in a chapter or two because it's always a fun and interesting read for me. And that is The Autobiography of Reggie Jackson. This book uh, it's simply entitled Reggie, The Autobiography of Reggie Jackson with Mike Lupica. It was written in 1984, or it was published in 1984, and um, so it's you know most likely out of print. But like anything, you can get it um, online, eBay, Amazon, whatever. You can get a used copy. That's what I did. I got a used copy. I'm pretty sure I got it from Amazon. This was years ago, and um, the copy I got was in decent condition. Didn't pay a lot of money. So it's 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 Reggie Jackson's story, and um, it's from 1984. Now, for those of you. Um, who know about Reggie Jackson, he finished his playing career after the 1987 season, so he was still playing when he wrote this with Mike Lupica, and um, he was actually playing for the California Angels at the time, as they were known, the California Angels, so what you get with this book is you get his early life, you get his uh, rise through the minor leagues and everything like that, you get his time in um, Arizona State playing football and everything, and obviously his time with the A's, the Yankees, and um, this this point in his career where his career was winding down and his life was changing. Um, I think he was approaching 40 and, you know, life was changing for Reggie and he was kind of just coming to a realization of um, who he was and everything like that. The tone of the book, um, it's very conversational. It's very much like Reggie's just talking to you. Um, there are a lot of cute little... Um, quips and you know just it's it's almost like he's having a conversation with you and um it's just really light and easy and the um information in here as far as his life now I've always been pretty fascinated by the life of Reggie Jackson um I'm not sure exactly why I think it's a combination of just this, this is a guy with so much bravado who was such a great player at his in his heyday um you know many people of course know him for what he did in the 77 series particularly game 6 and um just um, such a persona, but underneath all of that, if you read about him and and if you you know you watch anything where he's interviewed or whatever, comes across very vulnerable. Um, he comes across like somebody with a very, um, a very sensitive guy, a very um, a guy who really wanted to be liked and who um, really wanted to be self assured. And um, when you hear about his past and everything and how he was brought up. Um, and then, of course, going through um, going through the minor leagues. Well, first going to Arizona State, playing football for Frank Cush, and just learning a lot of discipline doing that. And then um, going through the minor leagues, where he went through just amazing amounts of racism. I mean, just he talks about the racism he went through um, playing ball in Alabama. This is a guy from Pennsylvania and um, from the north, and then going to Alabama in the 1960s and playing in the minor leagues before making it to the Kansas City A's in the the late 60s. And he talks about some of the really good minor league teams he was on, on the A's, and about how some of those really good A's teams, before they were really good teams in the early 70s in the major leagues, a lot of those players were in the minor leagues together, and they were really good down there too, and they would just tear it up. And um, 
you know, he talks about his uh, his his um, life, his lifestyle regarding women he's dated, regarding his um, marriage. Um, he was married early in his career. About business, about money, about what led him to want to go to the Yankees, about that one year in Baltimore. That's a really funny chapter when he talks about um, the year he spent in Baltimore. A lot of people may or may not know that Reggie um, played for the Orioles for one year in 76 and um, that he played for Earl Weaver. And he talks a lot about Earl Weaver and about the culture down there in Baltimore compared to Oakland and um, his time with the Yankees, particularly that first year and how difficult it was. And... um, You know, just everything from his perspective. Reading this book is really like just sitting next to Reggie Jackson on a plane. Imagine you have a long plane ride for like six, seven hours and you find somebody fascinating to sit next to you and they just tell you their stories. It's just like that. You can pick it up. You can read the whole thing cover to cover. And then like I've done, I've read it cover to cover. And then I've gone back in between books, like I said, and just taken in a few chapters in the middle, a few from the end, a few from the beginning, just for good baseball stories and really just good convo and everything like that. It's a lot of fun. Um, So this is definitely one I recommend. Not hard to find. Um, I'm actually looking right here and I see that on, uh, I don't know if I can say the name. I guess I can say Amazon. Um, You can find copies of it. You can find used ones for not a lot of money. They have some new ones for a little bit more. And um, if you're interested in Reggie Jackson, I also read another book about him, but this one was not written by him. It was called Becoming Mr. October, and that one covers his whole career all the way through the end and through, um, you know, other ideals and other things about his career. I don't remember that one as well. I didn't buy that one. That one I borrowed from the library. I remember reading it, and because I'm interested in in Reggie Jackson, I found it to be an interesting book. Um, That one you can get on Kindle for, you know, not a lot of money. That's called Becoming Mr. October um, by Kevin Baker. And then there's another one they're listing here, which I actually haven't read, which maybe I should get this one. Reggie Jackson, The Life and Thunderous Career of Baseball's Mr. October. This is a different book by Dane Perry. So maybe I ought to check that one out. But that one I can't necessarily recommend because I haven't read that one yet. And also another interesting book um, regarding Reggie Jackson is a book called 60 Feet 6 Inches, which is a book of Reggie Jackson and... Bob Gibson. And basically what they do with this book, this book came out, uh, I want to say like four or five years ago, is um, they basically sit down Reggie Jackson and Bob Gibson in a room and they just talk to them and have them talk to each other about hitting and about just different facets of the game and everything like that. So it's basically two masterminds, mastermind with hitting a mastermind with pitching. Uh, who played around the same time. Bob Gibson's a little older. He played more in the 60s. Reggie, more 70s and 80s. He played a little in the 60s, too. And if you like old school baseball like I do, and if you also like just listening to people who are great, um, just talk about what they did. They didn't face each other very often. Um, Maybe a couple all-star games here and there. But they talk about each other, and they talk about other hitters they faced and other pitchers they faced, and um, just the game then and the game now and just nuances of the game. And, and it's a lot of fun. And just, it reads like you're watching them being interviewed. So that's another interesting one called 60 Feet 6 Inches. And that's with Reggie Jackson and Bob Gibson. So a couple of baseball books there. You know, you can definitely um, fill in your time until whenever the season is able to begin by just getting your fix on some um, some baseball knowledge and some good baseball stories and everything like that. And like I said in the last episode, it's definitely good to have books because, I mean, um, it's good that we have the Internet, but, you know, who knows what may happen regarding streaming and everything like that. I mean, thank God right now 
um, I'm able to stream and hopefully you're able to stream and um, we're able to you know look at things on YouTube and everything. But just in case there's ever any issue with that during the course of this whole crisis, um, it's definitely good to have some books in house just to and it's, it's good to have books anyway. Just to, now's a good time to read. Now's a good time, whether you have a lot of time on your hands or not, whether you're like me working from home and still busy, but also in the house and, you know, kind of wanting a diversion sometimes too. Or whether maybe you may be in a situation where you do have a lot of time, maybe things have happened with your employment or your school or whatever it is, and you do have time on your hands and you may not have a lot of money because of the circumstances, cheap books is a good way to go. Um, it takes a little while for them to get to you, but obviously if you can Kindle, some of the ones that I recommended from Kindle, um, that can speed things up too, or that will obviously speed everything up. So I hope everybody's doing well, and I hope everybody's managing during this time, and I'm going to keep talking more. I have more baseball books. I, I was just looking at my shelf, and there's a few more that I want to talk about. So I'm going to come at you guys with some more book um, reviews and more um, things that I want to recommend and so on. And um, Over the Fence podcast, God bless, be safe, and be well, and we'll be back soon.